T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Unlock me! Unlock me! I'm not going to swear, okay? You know what I'm saying? Um, no. It's Mark Grody on 670 The Score. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi! Hope you're all well on a Thursday on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. I am here with you until 10 tonight, and we just did the dramatic opening of the phone lines the phone lines are open again the phone lines had been closed for one hour during bears all access because that is not a caller show that is purely entertainment and information being provided by jeff joniak and tom thayer and jalen johnson was on the show today very entertaining hour but we take back the phone lines now here on the score so please feel free to come in because it's just me. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. That will also work for the text line. 312-644-6767. You could tweet me on Twitter. I'll get that up and running here very soon. I don't have my just walked in here and we're rolling already. So I'll get my laptop out in a second. I'll have Twitter up and running. I see the text messages right in front of my face right now. So those are active and self-refreshing as so many things are in this world today i got a lot to do tonight between now and 10 o'clock here on the score including there will be bears talk today i was not out at bears training camp today because i was doing work from home and i'm here tonight so i was not there today however there were a lot of my brethren were there today as they always are one of them is mark potash of the Chicago Sun-Times, so he will join us at 8 o'clock to talk about every. There's a lot. There's a lot going on with the Bears. There's build-up to Saturday's game, the first preseason game of the year for the Bears and the Miami Dolphins, the Dolphins team against which they have been practicing. I guess you don't practice it. Well, you kind of do practice against them, Then that's what's been going down in Lake Forest the last couple of days. So Mark Potash will get us up to date on everything, what he saw from Justin Fields today. There was a little bit of a shoving match today with a former Bears tight end and a 
certain Khalil Mack as well. So we will get into some of that with uh, with Potash as well. And then at nine o'clock tonight. So I was getting ready for the show. I was I was planning on just going and doing a one guest show tonight with Potsy and then just hanging out with you guys for a few hours. But then I saw a picture of my guy, Chris Ranji, driving to Iowa for the whole Field of Dreams game, which is going on right now. The White Sox and the Yankees playing in Iowa in a cornfield, as you know, as the movie goes. Ranji is actually there. I had it because we know Ranji's like very sarcastic and he doesn't say anything serious, nor does he post anything serious. I was like, Are you really there? And he's like, Yeah. All right. Uh, can you come on? He said, sure. So Ronji will come on, like I'm thinking probably around nine o'clock or so. The game will probably be close to over, probably not over by then, but we'll have Ronji on anyway. So he'll tell us everything we need to know about what is happening in that field of dreams game, not just the game, but the atmosphere and what it's like. Apparently it took Ronji a long time to get in a long line of, they were not prepared for heavy traffic in the middle of Iowa. So so Ranji already warned me that he's leaving early too. So his call may come from the car. And I said, that's fine. I don't, I don't need you getting all being all upset and angry when you come on the air. So get, get in your car. And Ranji does drive a small station wagon, get into your wagon and uh, give us a call. So that's what'll happen. Ranji will call us uh, tonight at nine o'clock from Iowa to see what's going on uh, in the cornfield. Um, all right. So man, I'm learning stuff about the Chicago Cubs over the last two days. I have learned something. So, so yesterday the Cubs were embarrassed by the Milwaukee Brewers 10 to nothing. They got shut out yesterday with Jake Arrieta on the mound. And he subsequently was, was waved goodbye. He was released. He was not waived. He was he was released. Today, then, the Milwaukee Brewers embarrassed the Chicago Cubs. Again, 17 to 4, the final score. If you'd like a couple of details, because they were hefty and robust. Manny Pena, a grand slam off of Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks, not good today. Uh two-run shot off of uh, Ryan Messinger, who came in for Hendricks. The, what like these things happening in, in Cubs games now, they're just bizarre. Because you still have the intermittent 2016 guy playing like Kyle Hendricks today, but Kyle Hendricks gives up the the blast, and then it's Ryan Messinger to the rescue. Like it's just weird. Like to think of here's your all star, here's your one time you know Cy Young candidate in Kyle Hendricks, still not going to be this year, but still a guy who you consider an ace in Kyle Hendricks. And all of a sudden, we're at the point in the season where Kyle Hendricks is being pulled out of a game for. Ryan Messinger, who also gave up a home run today. Ryan Messinger gave up a home run to Luis Urias, um, who had two home runs today. So big days today for Manny Pena and Urias. He had, what, five hits today, and uh, it was a bad scene. But here, here is what here is the conclusion that I am able to draw from these two embarrassing losses for the Chicago Cubs at home. I wondered during the season, like, could Cubs fans handle a rebuild like the one before 2015? The answer is, I'm going to answer for you. The answer is absolutely not. There's nobody, there's no Cubs fan who should have to go through the slop that is occurring right now. And that was the slop that Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer did put everybody through leading up to 2015. It worked. I understand. But it was pure slop. And and there's no way. There's no. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm changing my whole attitude on this whole thing to questioning it, to being very um, definitive 
about this. It better not be like this next year. It better not be a team that can lose 10 to nothing and 17 to 4 in back-to-back days. Nor nor can it be a team that loses 11 straight games. And I'm pretty positive it's not going to be because there's no way that that Tom Ricketts is watching these these two games and saying to himself like okay, I I I can endure this for an entire year. There's there's no way. And I think that this these two games, these two games right here, not only a wake-up call for me and my opinions on it, I bet it is too for, for all the powers that be, Jed Hoyer, Tom Ricketts, whomever the powers are that are going to be involved in this rebuild. It, this this has to have made you think. And then when you look at the crowds, and, and just the, they don't really give you the full view of Wrigley Field because the attendance is low. You just see the bald spots right up front, which is a horrible look too that that they're not showing us because you know that that's bad luck. So so e- even those guys have to take these last couple days and think to themselves, "There's there's no way that we're we're going to put up with this. The this this can't. It's not going to be like this. It's not going to be." And these guys like and like I, I hate it because. It, it is, I'm going to say it, there's it, nothing personal against any of these guys. It's like for that, if I'm these guys, if I'm Greg Dykeman and Frank Schwindel and Andrew Romine, who gets to pitch to his brother today, Austin Romine, like it's all cool. Michael Rucker, um, even even the guys that have been around for a little while, Wisdom. And and Matt Duffy, well, not Matt Duffy. He's been around the big leagues enough. These guys getting a chance to be the ones that are hosting you at Wrigley Field, and they get to play baseball there, so it's awesome. And they have little victories along the way, you know, like hitting home runs and doing big things. You know, Rafael Ortega has done some big things this year. But all of these guys, like those guys that I mentioned, I didn't even mention them all. All you know what these players are. They are all perfect players for your baseball team when you're good. Like, perfect utility players, perfect depth pieces, players who could definitely fill in for a day when you're giving one of your regulars a rest. There is, there's no doubt that all, all of those guys are fit for that. I think they're major leaguers. They're just guys that don't start in major league baseball. And so I, I've come to the conclusion that they can't roll this stuff out there next year. No, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. 312-644-6767. to text or to call. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can't handle that next year, right? Am I right about that? Because I can't. I can't. I, I used to leave this up to you guys, and I kind of thought, well, it was pretty cool how everything worked leading up to 2015. There's, there's just – and here's why. It's because of the new – the new attitude of Cubs fans, the new good attitude of Cubs fans, when you where you are all about your team, you love Wrigley Field, you love each other, but what you're really about now is winning, which was not the case before 2015. There were wins along the way before 2015 and big ones and fun times, but now a brand new precedence has been set, and because of that, guess what? No way you're going to put up with this next year. 10 nothing yesterday, 17 to 4 today. Embarrassing and awful. And I don't care that the lights are off and that everybody's been traded. It's still embarrassing and all. And not to mention, it's the Milwaukee Brewers blowing you out. So it's bad and it's awful. And it cannot be this way next year. And I don't know. I I I 
don't think I'm saying that you have to win the division next year or be back into like World Series contention, but it better be respectful. It it better not be these guys. It it better there better be some real effort put into it. And you know, I did. I am on record saying that I do like what Jed Hoyer said. And I know a lot of Cubs fans didn't when he said he doesn't know what they're going to do. That means that there are possibilities, that there are choices that he can make about how how he wants to go about this team. And I kind of went through them the other night during the rain delay, but I'll go through them again. And one of those options is signing real players on one or two-year contracts. Think Jock Peterson, that type of guy. Elevating guys from the minors, really seeing what you have in the system. If there are good players, bring them up give them a shot, but don't have everybody come up at once and just be god-awful next year. There's got to be some respect built around those young players. That's one of them. The uh, Another option is that you do go out and you put together a real team and that you do spend the money that you have and that you actually do put a team together that can compete immediately next year because this ain't the same Cubs fans. You cannot afford to embarrass yourselves next year. You, you can't do it. So th- that that is I, something that I would consider for real. If not, this offseason better damn well happen in the the following off season, then the then the nuclear option, I suppose, is the legacy signings. It like because we don't really talk about that anymore. Because I think most people believe that there's no way that Baez, Brian, or Rizzo is going to re-sign. But there is that possibility that one of those guys comes back. Maybe even if if we're really being optimistic, if you consider it something to be optimistic about maybe two of those guys that kind of changes everything in a lot of ways, because we know that those are good players, uh, some of whom you could build around and it, that would please the fan base to some degree. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm guessing that option number one development and veterans is probably what it's going to be next year. But at this point, watching the last two days, I, I wouldn't mind them spending some big bucks and get right back in this thing and doing it. You know, it's, it's, it's a new way to rebuild for the Cubs. You got the dough, do it, go big. Like teams like the Yankees used to do. Well, the Yankees still do. And the, the Los Angeles Dodgers do now. There's no reason why the Cubs can't play ball. So to speak, like the Los Angeles Dodgers, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. A few text messages here. The difference was last time fans were hoping for a World Series and would be more patient. Not now, absolutely, hundred percent. From the two two four, worry about your own team. <laughs> what is that? Who's, I don't, who's your team? I, I I don't know. You must think that you must think I'm a White Sox guy. I don't know. I like that though. Um, so yeah, don't, if you could look two, two, four, I ain't mad at you. Just give me a little clarification and then I will fully respond to your worry about your own team comment right there. Um, let's see. Six, three, Oh, good evening. Mark Grody, white Sox are winning. Benjamin texting from Elmhurst. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Oh my God. I just looked up and it is three, one Yankees. According to the the board, that is that right, Brandon? I'm, I'm, you yep. know, you know, I don't 31. have, a, I don't have a great view of the TV right now because we're having remote control issues on one of our monitors. But yeah, it's a, it is a three-one ball game. Yeah, three-run look like a home run for Judge. Oh, there he is, big Aaron Judge. Hey, you know what, Brandon? Worry about your own damn team, okay?
All right. I will. I'm sorry. Let's not be talking about the Chicago White Sox right now. But Jose Abreu hit a home run, hit it into the cornfield. I heard it on the radio, so I didn't see it happen. But guess what? We're going to talk to Ranji a little bit later on. Uh, 312-644-6767 is the the number. Trying to decipher some of these text messages for you. Uh, Let's see. Cubs trade seems like it was a gift to each of the guys traded. I don't know. I don't know if they see it like that. They have certainly talked about it and made the best of it. Like they all seem to fit right. I mean, how Javier Baez is very New York, very New York. I mean, that's perfect. Like any big stage is going to be great for Javier Baez, including Chicago, big stage, but it's friggin' New York. So Anthony Rizzo has done what he has done with the Yankees, although he's got COVID, so he's not playing in this particular game against the Yankees. And uh, Chris Bryant said that he could see himself there long term. I don't even know. Like I, I like people ask, like which one of those guys do you think most likely could or would return to the Cubs? I got nothing. I mean, like I used to think it was Rizzo, but after that little weird war of words that went on between Jed Hoyer. Uh, and Anthony Rizzo in the the radio interview he did, and then the Cubs spending the next day trying to clean it up, having Tom Ricketts on Marquee Network. It was it was quite a masterpiece. In uh, here's the questions you need to ask, and we'll we'll go through all of this. It was like they spent the entire day. Jed Hoyer showed up. I don't even remember where it was. They're on the road someplace. Jed Hoyer shows up sits in the dugout with all the reporters to try to clarify or to defend himself, I should say, in regards to to Anthony Rizzo. So that turned into an unnecessary mess. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's I, – I don't know that any of those guys I, – I would get – again, I love to play the would yes or no, like you got – there's a button in front of you. The, the button I would press would be no in this case, that none of those guys is coming back. And I think – I said this from the beginning – that eventually, even though it hurt a lot for the fan base, it hurt for the players, it hurt for Jed Hoyer, and I'm sure for Tom Ricketts, you know, time heals all. It's a ridiculously cliche saying, but it's it's very true. Like, time will go on. All those players will see that there is life beyond Wrigleyville, and the Cubs will see that there is life beyond super popular players who won the World Series, and it, it's probably right for both sides to to make the clean break and for everybody to go about their business. Who knows down the road? I mean, you never know if guys could come back. But for now, I think that that would be the case. All right. You know, I'm in studio tonight. So the only problem is, is that I am still a little bit inept with the phone lines. Is that is that Ken on the? Okay. So I'm not as inept as I thought. Um, 312-644-6767. Usually I have the producer doing all this because I'm sitting at home hosting, but I wanted to come in here. It's Ken. Hello. Hello, Ken. Jesus, Ken. What's going on, man? Hey, Mark. How are you? I am well. Okay, that's good. Hey, Mark, uh, I really agree with you. Um, I was out at the game today, and, um, you know, I've been a Cub fan for, uh, well, I'm 67 years old, so you can imagine what I've been through all these years. (laughs) Uh, You know, I can remember when... uh, there was less than a thousand fans uh, in the ballpark, and of course the upper deck was closed during the weekdays and maybe open on the weekends, you know, and so forth. So um, I just think that you know Chicago is a major market, and um, we shouldn't be taking these years off like they are now. Um, I've been a season ticket holder, I think, since like '83 or '82, wow. uh, right before they won in '84, and uh, I guess you know 
after they won the World Series in 2016, I thought, okay, fine, I'm satisfied, you know, I'm, I'm satiated. But, you know, something like you said before, Mark, you know, you just want more. Yep. Uh, and um, I, I just don't think, I mean, it, it's an embarrassment. You, you know, you go out there and you're sitting amongst all these, like, Brewer fans, obviously, because their team is doing so well. And, um, you know, I'm cheering, of course, when, uh, you know, Schwindel and, uh, and Wisdom hit the home runs, you know. But, you know, this is too much of an embarrassment. I don't see Tom Ricketts hanging around the stands like he used to, of course. Um, I, you know, I just wish, you know, I can give him a little piece of my mind. I don't want to get too overboard with <laughs> you got him. The you, know right here. you got the forum right here, Ken, 50,000 watts just for you. Yeah, Mark, uh, I really do. And, and, you know, that's why I listen to you. I think, I think you did a good job. And, uh, you know, in like my, my daughter, um, was asking me like, uh, how come dad, they didn't get any, you know, like major league players in the deal, and I told, well, you know, Cody Hoyer is, and of course, the second baseman is injured, and he won't be back until next year. But a lot of these guys are rentals, you know, all of them practically. You know, yeah. I mean, Rizzo Bryant and and um, uh, Rizzo Bryant Bias. and uh, and, and, and yeah. yeah, Baez rather. And um, you know, so I said, well, you know, for two months they're going to be with their teams, but who knows after that? And that's why they're not getting you know any major league players at this time. But it's it's very frustrating. I have to admit, I mean, I have, like, season tickets, and, I mean, you know, I can't go to every game, but these tickets are worthless basically now um, from now on. And, you know, I mean, after the White Sox series and the Brewers series, you know, maybe we'll get something for the Cardinals series, but, you know, their Cardinals are going to be out of it uh, also. They already are out of it, you know. So it's uh, it's just frustrating. I don't think we should be taking – you know, any time off uh, as a major market team. Ken, you know. thank, Ken thanks for the call. I, I really appreciate it. All, all good points by you, and and I really do. Like I these last, and, and a lot of you probably aren't even watching right now or listening or whatever because it's because it is because there is no attraction to this team right now in terms of winning, and that's what matters, man. I mean, in the seventeen four today, ten nothing yesterday. I I do think. That everybody, include Jed Hoyer, Tom Ricketts, whomever, the players, the fans, broadcasters, whatever, y'all have to, everybody has to look at these last two games and say, oh, I don't think so. This is not, this cannot, nobody is, is nobody in Cubs Nation is prepared to put up with that next year. It just, like, Ken's right. Like, it's big market. The attitude has changed. I like that he used the word satiated because I do like that word. It it didn't it didn't satisfy nor satiate Cubs fans like for the moment it did like 2016 for the moment it did and for the subsequent months after for sure because of the celebration and everything that went into it and all the parties and all the opportunities to celebrate like that went on for a long time and there was a moment of satisfaction but then every every Cubs fan woke up and said you know what. I want more, and it wasn't enough in 2017 to lose to the Dodgers, and it wasn't enough in 18, 19, and 20 to either in one of the was it 2019 not even make the playoffs, and then the other years just go out with a whimper. It's not enough anymore, and good for the, those Cubs players, and good for Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer to set that bar, to set that precedent. But there are some extra chores that come with it, including never again. Can the Cubs be as bad as they were pre-2015? And they best not be as bad as they've been this year, nor the last two days, because it's been awful, 
And it's it's been embarrassing. 312-644-6767. When we come back, I'd like to get into Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta pitched yesterday, had the bad day, the 10-0 loss to Milwaukee, and today he was released. I want to talk about Jarietta next. Jarietta. Wow. That was awesome. I like the way that came out of my mouth right there. Jarietta. Jake Arietta. We'll talk about him next. I'm Mark Grody, Chicago Sports Radio 670 the score. The 0-1 to Romine, lifted to left, playable for Yelich, and Milwaukee has swept the four-game series. The final, Brewers 17, Cubs 4. It's no longer okay for the Cubs to be bad. Mark Rody with you on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Yeah, there, there was a time when it was acceptable and... Fans would jam the ballpark 40,000 strong, and it was okay because, you know, there there are always players that Cubs fans are going to like and should like and be attracted to, but now you, you have a circumstance where the bar was reset in 2015 as winners. Cubs fans are now winners, whereas before – uh, losers is the right word, but why not? There was a loser mentality, and it's changed, and I like it. I like it a lot. I like not seeing jam-packed ballparks for that slop that we saw today, a 17-4 loss to the Milwaukee Brewers, and I'm sorry that Pat Hughes, Zach Zayman, and Ron Coomer had to call it, as they did here on 670 The Score. You wouldn't know that the Cubs were bad, though, listening to those guys. They're really good at, at the day-to-day. And just calling the game and what's going on. We'll we'll take care of the the telling everybody that the Cubs are bad, but it's it's no longer acceptable. And that was the realization that I've come up with in the last forty eight these last two games, seventeen to four today, ten to nothing yesterday. It's no longer a question that I'll ask the Cubs fans. Hey, are you okay with maybe tearing it down and being bad for a year? Nope, there it's. It is not to be tolerated. 312-644-6767 is the number. Let's go to Jeff in Highland Park. What's going on, Jeff? You're on the score. Hi. You know, I'm preferencing this comment because i got to pile on with what your last caller said. Is I am tired, sick and tired of billionaires crying poor, okay? Um, I think the Cubs are going to reap what they sow here being greedy, and they are going to regret not doing a TV deal of these last several years, and now having the marquee network in place because no one's going to watch them, and they are not going to get their ad money. And I'm tired of how cheap they are. Like, what they should be doing, a smart team did, like Atlanta several years ago, is use that payroll to buy talent, right? Yeah. Uh, to offload guys who are building out uh, uh, a payroll on teams like the Yankees, where they've got three years left of a guy like Luke Voigt. They're trying to get rid of him, and the Cubs can't manage to find the money to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I really hesitate on this because I, I guess I the with the pandemic, I'll allow for a pass on that because I don't know what's going on in anybody's business. And if they had epic losses, biblical losses, like they said, then that's fine. But guess what? That that will regenerate and rebuild itself, and when it does. Maybe it already has. I want to see the Chicago Cubs here forth 
act like the Los Angeles Dodgers and the New York Yankees and the New York Mets and like the Angels to a lesser degree or not even lesser degree. They're, they're known to spend some money. And I'm not saying the Cubs don't spend money and not, the Cubs had huge success since 2015, but it's just like no rebuilds, no 30 games under 500. That is no longer acceptable. If that's what they are next year, then I'll be slamming them every chance I get to get in front of a, a microphone. It is. And, hey, if they sign players and do things that look good and it looks right and you know that the, there was, like, earnest effort to be good or to be great and then those players just suck, then, you know, that then there's an exception to it. But I, like, they, they need to they need to follow their fans. That's one thing. Cubs have always been good at following what their fans are into. Um we get it. Isn't that the marquee thing? We get it. We understand. We we feel you. We understand. Like, Cubs fans are not the Cubs fans they used to be. They want to see a winning product on the field. And so it's just, it it is officially not okay to lose anymore. I know that sounds ridiculous. That, that, that has to be said. But there was a time when it was okay. It's no longer okay. Let's go to Alfonso. Thanks for waiting, Alfonso. You're on the score. Hey, what's going on? You know, a, a great point, and I think everyone's on the same page. Uh, the only thing I haven't heard, and I haven't heard this at all, is uh, anyone at all criticizing David Ross. There's different reasons. There's not one person to blame. Uh, everyone has a part in this. But the level of pass that the media has given David, gave it, David Ross is, is – is, is, I'm actually surprised. Some of the moves that he's made or the reason why he was brought in – was to get the most or get more out of these players, change the culture, bring a certain accountability and energy that was going to make the team better. Why isn't anyone questioning some of his uh, uh, actions or results? I've heard more, and I hate the Sox, but I've heard more criticism about Tony La Russa, and he has that team in first place. And since day one, everything that he's done has been under a microscope. But all of a sudden, David Ross, everything that he does, no matter what the outcome is, it's not his fault, and I get it. It's a short stint, a short uh, period to be able to uh, to give him uh, uh, a true grade. But he, I mean, this team is just horrible. And this 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 team that they have out there now, no matter how bad the team is, I'm, I, are you telling me that he can't get more out of a 17, like 17 and four, eight straight losses, whatever it is? I think it's time that we take a closer look at what he has done to create uh, these results. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for the call. And you're right. A an eleven game losing streak happened on David Ross's watch. There is no doubt about it. As far as grading him, all right. I'll say a couple of things. I I do think it's difficult to have graded anybody or a lot of people in certain jobs, including managerial, during a sixty game season like last year. And if you you know if you want to give a grade but via winning. He did win the division in his first year as a manager in, in Major League Baseball. You know, whimpered out at the end, but you know he he did. There was that. But you're right. You're right. Probably on a couple accounts there. It they lost eleven in a row on David Ross's watch, and he probably does get a little bit more of a pass from us in the media because we all know David Ross, and there is human nature when it kicks in here and I think the longer he's here the more real it will get the more criticism will occur and I don't think that he's been without being criticized but you know people in the media call him Rossi 
You know, you know what I mean? He's Rossi. He's not David. People call him Rossi, which I do think is a little odd to to call somebody like by a like that that nickname. Like a, that like from media to the the manager to call him Rossi. So it, it that is a little bit complicated and I'm probably complicit. Like I I know David Ross a little bit. I covered him as a player. He used to hang out up in the booth when I, even when he was dancing with the stars. So like I I I, I'm guilty probably, but you're right. 11 in a row, you can't just – and here, and I did say this the other day about David Ross, that now, now is his time because his buddies are all gone, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, and that had to be difficult for him and for them. Like that's just, I don't I don't think that's a healthy situation when you're managing when you are the boss of your buddies like in any walk of life in any business that's not a good thing so and it didn't really seem to erupt much in terms of that. I mean and there was a few times where I know when he benched Baez and then when Rizzo got caught in their rundown everybody thought that that oh god wow you got to bench Rizzo the way you bench Baez and I thought that they were totally separate when you're just when you're falling asleep as Baez was like you got to get benched in Rizzo's case it was a stupid play you can't bench guys for every single play but there had to have been complications in terms of what is said backstage what is not said backstage to certain players and and that that complication that exists but long winded way of saying that for the most part now other than you know. Kyle Hendricks and Jason Hayward. Hayward, another really close guy with with David Ross. Not now we'll start to see David Ross like without that, what I'll call it, a distraction. That distraction will no longer exist for him. And we'll start to see a great example too of like now the managing has to really kick in for him. Is there was a play where who was it? Schwindel playing first base for the Cubs, I think it might have been. Um or was it wisdom? Maybe it was whatever. And there was a bunt play. I don't even remember who they were playing. Bunt play. The bunt is laid down, and you don't have Rizzo right on top of the batter like you used to. And I think it was Coomer who pointed out that Ross is going to have to tell whomever that first baseman was. It was wisdom. It was, it was wisdom. wisdom yeah. Okay. It was Patrick Wisdom, like telling him what spot he has to be in. He doesn't have to be like the, the monster that Rizzo was, but you got there there are some basic rudimentary things that had to be taught and thought about now because you didn't have to think about those things before. All right, gotta take a break. More calls coming up. I will get into Arietta a little bit later on. We will have Bears talk at eight o'clock with Mark Podash. I'm Mark Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio six seventy the score. Chicago Cubs are 52 and 65, 18 and a half games out of first place. They were in first place in June, lost 11 in a row. And now it's, it's a lost season, and that does not excuse two awful, embarrassing losses. In the last two days, including today, Brewers 17, Cubs 4 at Wrigley Field. Yesterday, Milwaukee 10, Cubs nothing. And it's, it's not okay, and it will not be okay to be bad next year. 312-644-6767. Back to the phones. Matt in Geneva. Hi, Matt. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. You do a great job, by the way. Thanks, Matt. <clears throat> so I would like, just like to say it's back to reality for all of us Cub fans. I'm 47 years old. It's not 1984 anymore where you go to the ballpark and spend a little bit of money 
you got to spend a lot of money. And in 84, when they were bad, we had Rhino. We had Andre. Right. So now so now we have an owner who is all about making money again. He got lucky, won the World Series with us, with all of us fans, got sucked us all back in. And now he's built up downtown. He owns all of Wrigleyville. So my advice to all the fans would be stop going. Don't go drink his beer. Don't buy any tickets. And, the, and to cap it all off, People who don't have the right package have to pay to watch crap. It's still the Cubs. One World Series in 100-something years. Like, people, don't go. Don't buy any more shirts because this is a travesty and he's going to take advantage of loyalty. So my advice is is just to stop going. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the call. 312-644-6767. I don't think Tom Ricketts is all about making money and profiting. Yeah, he, he wants to make money. He wants to make a profit. But I do think that there is some salvaging of losses that was going on, maybe is going on. But guess what? Like I said, it will regenerate, it will recoup, and then there will be no excuses. So, you know, I, I, I do it reluctantly that the – allowing for the pandemic excuse because we just don't know. I don't, I mean, we, we hear biblical losses. It's obvious that with no fans in the stands, the Cubs were not making the money that they were inside or outside of the ballpark. And yeah, there had to have been huge losses. Okay. However, going forward, money will recoup and again, regenerate quickly. And there is, there is no way that next year, if there is anything like what has happened this year, there's no way that's acceptable. And the caller mentioned 1984. I love 1984. That was a blast. I was a kid and I was a Cubs fan. And that was so fun. And it was then it was heartbreaking, of course. But that kind of stuff, like, that is no longer acceptable. Like, it, it was tragic, trust me, in a sports sense. And people to this day that lived through that, young and old, know how painful it was, but everybody excused them. It was okay. Everybody came back to the park the next year, and it turned out to be one of those things that Cubs fans just, oh, man, I tell you what, I was there, and I tell you, but I'm right here back here today. Um, and it was horrible. And then in, in the next year, they, the Cubs, all their pitchers got injured. So, But it's that's that, that mentality, those, those win – one year and then suck the next year. That's no longer okay for Cubs fans. I love it. You know, 84, 89, can't do that anymore. 98, win the wild card and then go into nothingness. Can't do that anymore. 2003, come get close. Fun year. Loved it. One of my favorite seasons ever. Like watching Mark Pryor do his thing, Kerry Wood and all those guys. But then they sucked after that. Um, 07, 08, you go to the playoffs both years under Lou. And you get swept like that kind of stuff. Like getting there is no longer okay, and, and it was for a while. It's a, it's a new bar that's been set for better or for worse for the Cubs ownership. Kevin, you're on the score. Hey, I want to take a concerning view here because I think it's okay to stink this year, and I think it's very easy for them to throw some money at this and and and, and get it on track for next year. Simply, how would you feel if they sign Schwarber back, put him at first? Put Castellano, sign, he opts out, we, we sign him, put him in the outfield, bring Brendan Davis up, sign a couple pitchers, and don't you feel pretty good about next year? <laughs> well, really? I, it's not easy to fix. I, I, honestly, no. 
No, I, I don't. And, he, and I got to tell you, like, We've seen the Schwarber show. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm all, I defended Schwarber a lot. And I know Schwarber had the season that he did before he got injured and what he was going on a terror. And he looked like he had those Babe Ruth moments with the Cubs, too. What do you have, 39 home runs one year? I mean, it was always there. It was just there, like he would get you to a point of excitement and then he wouldn't take you to the next level, like with Kyle Schwarber. So I and I, I just think that's what he is. I think there's going to be spurts in his career, like this year, where he's going to go on a rampage and he's going to look like the best player in baseball. And and he had those moments with the Cubs. They're, and and they don't win without him when they were winning, when they were winning real things. There's no doubt. Or he's going to get hurt a lot. Or he's going to get hurt. It it is like he's a viable baseball player who's going to make a lot of money in his career and play for a long time. But no, like that does not excite me. The idea of bringing Kyle Schwarber back to play first base, it, 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 like it, it's, it's time ran out, and I don't think the Cubs are ever going to have to feel sorry that they decided not to pick up the option or to non-tender Kyle Schwarber, regardless of what he does and what he did this year. And it was great, but you saw it too, Cubs fans. I just think that there is a ceiling, and we've seen it with Schwarber. Let's go to Jordan in Libertyville. Hi, Jordan. You're on the score with Mark Grody. Hey, how's it going? Got a uh, Cubs comment and a Bears comment. Sure. So, um, first thing about the Cubs, like, as far as Ross as a manager, it's really impossible to evaluate him. I mean, you're, you can't polish a turd, you know what I'm saying? So, like, as far as the team goes, um, I, what are you going to say? That Ross made a couple moves today. They would have lost 14-4 to four instead of 17-4. to four. I mean, I don't know how you could evaluate him, like, with this team. Um, I'm, and I'm sure he's a little bit upset that he's left with this team that's not really competitive and, and to some extent. Yeah, no, it's it's, um, it's very difficult. He has an entirely new bullpen. He has an entirely different roster. But he, he's the manager. He's got to figure it out. But you're right. I, I said it before. It's very difficult to evaluate. What's your, what's your Bears comment? We got we got to roll here pretty quickly. Oh, okay, real quickly, uh, on Jenkins, like, I don't understand how they say they knew all about his back problem, and yet they still drafted him in the second round and then had no contingency plan for this guy that they knew had a back problem. I mean, it's either it just doesn't seem very intelligent move to draft a guy with a back problem and then have no contingency plan to left tackle. Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate the call. And maybe we now know why, because there, there were people who, who correctly wondered why wasn't Tevin Jenkins taken in the first round because he had a first-round grade. We all thought that the Bears fans, or all of us, we all thought that Tevin Jenkins was going to be the Bears' first-round pick before they did what they did with, with Justin Fields. So a lot of teams pass on him, and we just don't know. We just don't know. I mean, I know Matt Nagy said that about them knowing about the back issues. We still don't know how serious it is, or we haven't heard from Tevin Jenkins. We've not heard from a doctor. We've just heard Matt Nagy saying what, you know, the arrow is up, and they hope to have him back and just being optimistic about it. But really, that we don't know. I, I don't know. Like if he's going to be available, it sure, sure doesn't seem like he's going to be available for September 12th, but is this going to be a thing where he misses half the season, misses the whole season, misses one or two games, and then he's back in? I don't know because the information has been very difficult to come by. Um, we'll take a break right now, and we will talk more about the Chicago Bears. Mark Potash of the Chicago Sun-Times. Well, maybe we'll ask him about Tevin Jenkins. Maybe maybe he did learn. I was not at Hallis Hall today. Maybe they did learn something more about him. We'll ask him about that and Justin Fields and the dual practice with the Bears and the Dolphins today. All 
things Bears coming up next. I'm Mark Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.